Welcome to Encouragement from Kristen's Backyard. And today I have two special guests, and they are two out of three of my children. My daughter, Phoenix Sky, is Samson, my youngest son. So, can you guys say hi? <laughs> so, today they want to just kind of have fun. It's spring break at the time that we're recording this podcast. So, they just have some questions they like to ask I have no idea what the questions are I'm gonna do my best to answer them and then we're just gonna kind of talk about things around the backyard that we're starting to see now that spring is here okay. so. I've always been seeing things yeah pretty much so. I feel like you okay. that. what has made you want to do what you're doing so what has made me want to do what I'm doing so I grew up living with my grandmother and I didn't really have any friends not because you know I couldn't make friends but because the neighborhood that we lived in a lot of people made their kids stay in and the ones that got to go outside and play it wasn't until like I moved to a different location where it was more kids in the neighborhood that actually was outside playing so during the time that there were really no kids out playing I wanted to play so I would go out in the backyard and I would discover things and I was you know one of those kids that wanted to pick up worms and bring them in the house and all that crazy stuff and I remember um, I decided that I would have an ant farm and so I went out and, and as safely as possible I tried to collect all the fire ants out of the yard and um, I had them in like this tank and I fed them. I put sugar in there and grass and I don't even know if they was eating the stuff that I was putting in there, but I would put a bunch of stuff in there. So I was just one of those kids that just loved nature. And so uh, when we bought this house and we had all of, you know, this acre of land, we, we live in the middle of one acre of land and then we're surrounded by more acres of forest. And so when I was back here and starting to garden and do things like that and start to build a homestead, get the chickens and all that stuff, I started noticing things. And so as I was noticing things, I started thinking about biblical stories and how they could relate. And that's how the podcast started. That's how it came to pass. Next. You don't, you don't even have to do that. You just hold it. Yeah, like that. Go. You don't have to hold it. Um, well, how do you find out so many things about nature out of here? I mean, I know how you find it, but, like, how does it feel? Like, like when you find out, do you just, like, sit and watch nature like me at, in its natural habitat? I do, and it's a lot of fun. But sometimes... A lot of times, actually, I'm not necessarily looking for something. Um, I just happen to be out it's and something like, happens. It's like a surprise. Yeah, it's very much so a surprise. Um, I'll see a bird that I haven't seen before. Uh, actually, there's one bird that I saw, two birds actually, that I saw yesterday that I'd never seen before in the yard. They were kind of hanging out together. Um, so just really have to be out in the yard you have to be out in your neighborhood you have to be 
out in nature to, to see it and you have to be paying attention I think the biggest thing is that people are so busy living their lives that they're they don't pay attention to what's around them and so especially in a place like this where we live it's not really hard to pay attention you just have to be willing to do it so um I'm outside a lot and I just see things and most of the time like you said Samson it's, it's a surprise it's like the will you can do so much so many things with just the will of wanting to do it right exactly okay next question uh on a scale from one to ten how proud do you think your sixth grade self would be of you right now a ten because my sixth grade self was totally a nerd (laughs) my sixth grade self was totally into nature so yeah samson had to take a restroom break in the middle of the podcast couldn't win could not have gone to the restroom before the podcast started just have to go to the restroom so can you make it quick this is what happened when you have children this oh. this will happen when you have kids okay what is your favorite thing about nature the cool breeze we're getting right now in the summertime <laughs> time. yeah you know if you just sit quiet you just come out here like you guys like to get on the hammock and I love getting on the hammock if you just come out here when there is no one you know around and you just sit and just listen like right now you hear the birds chirping you but you hear you after a while you can distinctively hear multiple birds different birds like you know there are times I'm out here and I'm just relaxing and I hear a woodpecker in the background or I'll see a cardinal. I hear cardinals. So you could just, if you just come out here and just relax and just unwind, it's so peaceful. And you can see. I'm like, there's an ant on me, so I'm like blowing it off. But you can, you can see and hear everything, and it's so peaceful. I think I told you what well, a couple of weeks ago. I was outside. Like we know when the deer come. We're never outside. We're usually inside, and we we can see the deer from our back door. Well, this time I actually happened to be outside. I was I was collecting eggs, and three deer appear just appeared in the yard from you know out in the wilderness, and I it was just so cool because they wasn't scared. They didn't like take off, and you don't get to see those things when you're not paying attention to nature so that's how it is you have any other questions samson's back guys he's back no questions does every i have two questions does every animal compare to a certain story in the bible I think so. Sometimes it's not the sometimes. Well, let me put it this way: sometimes it's the look of the animal or the bug or you know whatever. Sometimes it's their personality. Um, sometimes it's their behavior. So I can take just about anything in nature and find a way to compare it to some type of biblical story in the Bible. Biblical story hits the Bible. I can apply it. Um, will foxes eat humans? No. 
and uh, why do bees fight? Well, so we're looking at two bees, and I don't think that they're fighting. I think that they're playing, and it also could be mating. So it would one would be a male, one would be a female. And so um, some insects and like birds, they do like dances and things like that. So that would be like if I wanted to do something right now on bumblebees, which I am going to be doing a podcast on bumblebees this season, I might would study and I would like look at what they're doing, but then I would go and research what they do when they're, you know, together like that. And it appear that they're fighting. Um, every every insect, every and animal, they all communicate. Just like we have a language, they have a language, and their language is just a little bit different than ours. But also, it's the way they communicate. Is there such thing as an actual spirit animal? I don't really believe there is, but I'm also kind of confused. So, spirit animals, it's just pretty much someone taking an animal and them comparing it to... Then? Yeah. Like, kind of like, um, you know, like if if I say, well, I'm a Taurus, so you're an Aries. It's just like they take, you know, whatever. Or how, let's say, for example, Phoenix sleeps like a koala, which she kind of... (laughs) I mean, not a koala, a sloth. Just puts you right on blast, didn't you? Right no, I'm just saying, for example, you do sleep like a koala. How do you know? Why are you watching me sleep? I see you in the car every day. You like. <laughs> Wait, I have a question. Okay. So, currently it's spring, and what animals, like in our backyard that you've seen, are mating in spring? Well, um. I have to carefully say that most, like, for instance, coyotes and foxes, mating season, by the time spring comes, mating season has kind of already happened. So when the spring comes, it's time for them to give birth. What? Yeah, so um, we kind of just left mating season for animals but like for bugs that have been in hibernation all you know fall and winter or all winter long um so maybe not fall but all winter long they're coming out and now it's their mating season does that make sense yes yeah that one's looking for a mate right there mm-hmm yeah uh also, um, it doesn't really relate to nature, but um, why do um, people snore or slobber when they sleep? Okay, well, that has nothing to do with the podcast. We can talk about that. We can answer that question another day also, or after um, the podcast. Why and how do bees, like, take all that nectar and stuff from flowers, and how do they make honey? out of it well all bees don't make honey only honeybees make honey i know still how do they how do they do their the stuff they do how do they do it like that well they suck the nectar out it's kind of like eating it so it pollinates the, the flowers or whatever but for bees gosh it's hard i'm trying to think of how i can explain the process with bees so phoenix why don't you look it up it's like, is it like getting the tube and sucking something out of it? Yeah, but 
but it is a it's an excellent question honeybees um like usually like if you you'll see like if you have people that collect the honey they have them all in like those little um container like things yeah it's like a um big wood hive kind of yeah yeah and then they are making the honey so we'll see if we can find the process of how they do it so let's see well how do bees transport nectar so we'll do that one the mouth parts of a honeybee are made up of whoa what is that mandibles, mandibles. <laughs> and a pro proboscis i proboscis or tongue or tongue the, the nectar, nectar is, is stored, stored a honey snack in a, a honey, honey sack. sack a second stomach until she returns the hive the nectar load is transferred to worker bees in the mm -hmm. hive who, who suck, suck the, nectar. the nectar from from the honey sack mm -hmm. through their proboscis so that pretty much answers it and i didn't even think about the the worker bees because it is like uh, they got like they they own little statue of limitations they all have something that they do and what some what of them are, are limited to to certain things and some aren't mm -hmm. so any other questions no. no oh and here is a youtube video on how do bees make honey Let's see if we can like get a quick. Ooh, let's see. No, we're not gonna watch. We're not gonna watch the YouTube video. But let's see if we can see. Let's see. How do bees? How do bees make honey? I've never been one to want honey bees. Like. I think that's like really cool that people do that, but I'm not one of those people that could could be successful with doing that. I be I think I'd be too scared I'd get stung. <laughs> it just looked like it's a lot of work. So how do bees make honey? So we're waiting for it to load. And hopefully it's real. Because we are outside. How do bees make honey? Come on. So we're waiting on it to load, but let me try something different. So we can answer Samson's question, even though he has walked away again. Samson, come here. I have a question this is the typical nine-year-old boy. Just walk away. Just ask the question and then walk away. And then by the time you find the answer, he's nowhere to be found. Okay. What's your hypothesis on that? What's your educated guess <coughs> on how honeybees make honey? Or it's for the proboscis. What's your hypothesis on how, uh, what's it called, honeybees make honey? So what is a hypothesis first? A hypothesis is an educated guess. Okay. Good. So what's your educated guess on how... Honeybees make honey, Samson. Mm -hmm. You have to guess. Don't look at the what it says. She's asking well, you to guess. Most likely from the nectar or something they might pull out the flowers or something like that. Excellent. So it says here they collect a, a sugary juice 
called nectar from the blossom by sucking it out with their tongues. They store it in what's called their honey stomach. How cool is that? Which is different from their food oh, stomach. So they got a food stomach and a honey, honey stomach. stomach. Wow, I never knew that. I can't believe that. And plus, I think like the um. Nectar, well, hold on, like, hold on. In the honey stomach, it like it's called that because it probably like turns the nectar into kind of like right. A it honey. turns it into honey. But hold on, because I'm not going to steal some more. So when they have a full load, they fly back to the hive. So they fly back to the hive when they have a full load. So that's pretty good and then it has a link to the video on youtube how do bees make honey it is 50 seconds seconds long this is pretty cool oh and then samson walks away again <laughs> all right anything else we want to cover in today's podcast no so how about you tell me what your favorite thing is about being in the yard typically i don't like bugs I mean butterflies and bees are fine with me because they are attracted to me and they like being around me and I've gotten used to that over the years but what I really like is like the wood that's around and like the natural nature of it like the greenery and stuff because I like plants a lot and just seeing like the trees and stuff like that just gives comfort I guess mm. and I like open spaces like so there could be a bunch of trees and not just the trees what makes what makes me feel comfortable is like the trees that are trimmed and pretty not the ones that are hanging over <laughs> but you know it's fine <laughs> yes I do agree and I do love that about the yard I I like that so what Phoenix is saying is that some of the trees are nicely cut and then there are some trees that are like broken and hanging over and that's Georgia for you right because we live in the woods but what I do like about um or one of the things that I like about the trees at least in the yard and the wood is that it's a perimeter so in our on the acre of land that we live on we technically have a magnolia tree and then we have we had four white oak trees now we have three but that's in our yard like well I should say the perimeter is the, those trees are ours too but the that's like sitting like directly behind our yard but then it's just land and grass so we have a lot of space to build things to grow gardens we have a lot of space open space to do a lot of fun things and then the perimeter though is all woods like it's all trees of all sorts right because some of them are leaning and broke down and we my husband and I have gone through and we've actually cut down several you know trees that are just they don't they look lifeless but we can't there's no way we can get all of them but i love the perimeter it makes us feel safe i think it make for i guess for me it makes me feel safe it makes me feel protected knowing that there's a perimeter of forest if you think about people in the wild one of the things they're going to look for is trees because trees mean safety they can hide there it protects them from the wilderness it protects them from the elderness the elements it protects them from um other animals that may be hunting 
you know and so you can sort of build things out of the trees to protect yourself and kind of close yourself in like we we saw that on you versus wow the yeah. netflix series so yeah interactive netflix series it's really cool by the way if you have netflix and you want to check it out it's a really cool show to watch shout out to them yeah shout out to them you versus wow but you know i think some people look at this and it's kind of scary though because they're thinking like what's lurking in the woods especially at night like it looks creepy at night (laughs) it's just so much like our yard well our backyard is like ginormous and just seeing it because my window is like facing towards the back and once i had to close it at night it's just this a bunch of like you could see the front like and but in the back like where all the trees are it just looks so scary <laughs> yeah and it, it did for me it did at first but i'm used to it now so it doesn't bother me but it was very important that i got spotlights too right because without the spotlights like it you can't see anything you cannot even see your hand in front of your face at night that's this is how deep in the woods our yard is and so it's just like pitch black so i had to get spotlights so the spotlights make me feel safe but it also protects our chickens too from predators because we have not had anything we we actually hear foxes at night okay we can hear owls and foxes okay when i take the dogs out in the middle of the night to potty i hear foxes <laughs> they're screeching and making their barking sounds and look at the look at the webworms floating. oh my gosh <laughs> while we're talking it's little webworms just floating around which i will be doing a podcast on that soon but you know just back to what i was saying it's just like it's it's so dark and so we have the the spotlights out but you can hear you can hear all of the animals you can hear the foxes at night and after a while you get used to it but at first it's like really creepy it's really you know it's like okay i think it's time for us to go back indoors but um yeah so it's 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 nice though okay one more question this is my last question just popped into my head okay what are the main animals that you can see in your front and backyard us yeah i see everything in the back in the front yard i see cats cats a lot yeah black cats black well, all colors gray well when i see the cats it's usually black and, <laughs> you uh, always see black cats it's always black cats like never white tabby cats calico cats i love I calico cats i see the tabbies across the street yesterday uh the dog's ariel was barking at a golden light cat golden fluffy light cat and a black cat yeah i think the black ones i think what it is is that their color is so dominant you remember when we were watching that youtube uh show in um i think it was dogs one-on-one or cats one-on-one and then the cat the two cats that the lady had in her house one was like none of them were black they were like brown tabbies or something and she had babies and they was like uh we think that the babies they you know the cat may have cheated (laughs) right because the babies were all black and the next door neighbor's cat was black so I think that black is just like one of those dominant colors. So we lost Samson a long time ago. He's gone. Typical nine-year-old boy. He's, he's gone. He's going to play Minecraft. Yeah. So um, is that it? Is that all we got yep. for today? 
So we thank you guys for uh, and gals for joining in on the podcast to listen to us. Just kind of have a relaxation day, um, a relaxing day, just um, reminiscing on what we see from day to day. So we hope that you continue to listen, and I will be back next week with the next podcast, and it would be a regular show. So I think, because I got some things up my sleeve. So uh, anyways, again, thank you for listening to Encouragement from Christmas Backyard. You want to say something? You say shit, send a shout out. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Hi, this is Kristen, and thank you so much for listening to Encouragement from Kristen's Backyard. You know, the Bible says in John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. You know, maybe after listening to the podcast, if you are not saved, you're thinking, I would love to give my life to Christ. If so, all you have to do is confess your sins to him, ask him to forgive you, and he will, and then say, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. I accept you as my personal Lord and Savior. And you know what? It is done. You are saved. If you enjoy listening to the podcast and want to follow me on social media, I am at three different places on Instagram. You can follow me at KB Simple Life encouragement from Kristen or my business page traveling psychology girl thank you so much for listening and supporting what I'm doing here god bless you god bless you and I will be with you next time